0: a Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five star review while you're there. I am so honored to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit, headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. But listen, no more than the scrolling. Motto sends you daily matches so you can get on and get off. We do the work for you so you can focus on having fun. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash MottoBlockTalk or visit the link in my link tree, Motto. gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit Now.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. 90-minute episodes are back, baby! With a... episode of Drag Race on our screens this week reminded us that not all drag queens are funny. It's time to talk all things Drag Race 15 and joining me is one half of my favorite comedy duo straight from the UK it's Maddie and Kat. How are you?
1: I'm good. It's so nice to be back. What is this? My third time?
0: Yeah. Fourth maybe because you also did that little um, UK um, drag con little episode too. Uh, Listeners the other half of the dynamic duo, Jet Slag, was supposed to be here. We don't know where Jet Slag is. Jet Slag might be alive, might be dead. We don't know. Maybe she'll show up in the middle of the podcast. We'll find out. Um, what's your theory? Where is she?
1: Um, maybe she's been on Grinder and found some trade.
0: Yeah, I honestly it's probably a dick appointment.
1: She's putting the slag in Jet Slag. It's true. That's what it is.
0: Um. As always, I must leave a bit disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We discuss reality, digital characters, presented through real storytelling to production. We are shown through editing the editing of reality show on CC. we are told to present yes, the real people and got an opportunity to go on until to show. The also tells no and discuss what's said on the podcast. We're to Discuss reality show. All right, so we are going to discuss this episode. But I have some drag news of the week. Are you ready?
1: Go for it. Hit me with it.
0: Um, Queen of the Universe Two has been pushed back until June, and no one knows why.
1: I mean, oh, um, there's, I don't know. Is, is there any spoilers for that show?
0: Yes, there, of course, there are spoilers.
1: Is there any current rumours about any, like, controversial contestants?
0: Of course there is.
1: Oh, maybe it's that. Maybe they're doing a season 12 of Drag Race edit.
0: Well, here's the controversy, and we're not going to get political on the podcast, but one of the queens is from Israel, and when the cast was announced, um, the keyboard warriors went insane and just started to attack her. She even had to go private on her um, social media, Uh, so it might be involving that and trying to keep her and the safety of the show okay, Um, but as I said, I don't know her political standings, I don't know her beliefs. She is from Israel. She is Israeli. When you are um, Israeli, you have to be a part of the Israeli army. And then after that, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. If she is pro-Israel, that's her, but she has not said anything about it. So attacking her, not maybe the best thing to do. That's my only theory at the moment. Um, Could it be that the show wants to be tied into All-Stars 8? Who knows? I don't. Just sad because i was about to record the preview podcast last night
1: oh god
0: so we will find out if anyone has any tea spill it send it my way i won't tell anyone but i want to (laughs) know
1: spill the tea christine um
0: jet slag might make it might not make it um they just got off the tube so there's that anyway let's talk about drag race 15 how are you feeling about it so far? Eleven episodes in.
1: Um, I think it's been a really good, like smooth sailing season. Definitely doesn't feel like the last two where it's been dragged out too far because obviously people are actually going home. Mm-hmm. I don't have we had a double Shantae yet? Probably not, right? No, we have not. No. So I'm sort of, I'm anticipating the double chanté of the season. Just let's be honest, they, they they happen every single time now. It's not even like a surprise anymore. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad it's, it's getting the Queen's personalities across the most they can with the shorter episodes. But now that we're back on track, I think we'll see a lot more of the Queen's in question.
0: Do you have any favourite contestants from the season?
1: Ah, do you know what? I've had quite a few. Um, So my first one was Princess Poppy. Um, Mm. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I did like Jack's... so Near basically, the,
0: like, I'm not sure if you do this on purpose, one, two, three, are three of my actual friends. Did you? So is that on purpose for the podcast, no, no, that, or did you just actually like them? That
1: might have been a bias because you were implanting little seeds into my head as the season started. Um, but no, I'm going to continue my list. Um, Selena um, mm-hmm. and Lucy.
0: Now, there's a rumor that you're going to be at Dragon LA. Who are you excited to meet of those God. cast members?
1: Um, it's probably going to be Selena, to be honest. I d- and this is the weird thing, because when I was watching The Meet the Queen, Selena was my least favourite, and I was like, oh, my God, do they ever, like, just tone their voice down at any point? Do they ever, like, just have a nice, calm moment? But I'm glad on the actual show we've seen those moments. Um yes. And it's not just full throttle and I see, like, the drag character for what it is now. Um, but she's also a really good performer, I think.
0: I I agree. I agree. Well, speaking of, let's, let's dive into this episode. Malaysia has been eliminated as Selena keeps on doing the single ladies hand gesture. Uh, Can you do the full choreo to single ladies?
1: Um, I can do that one bit where they do like the sort of pushy out arm robotic movements. But apart from that, I don't actually do the
0: hand thing. Is that a hand thing, right? Yeah. Everyone can do the hand thing.
1: Yeah. I forget that. Is the thing
0: (laughs) Is it fair to say you're not a dancing queen?
1: um it's fair to say that i'm not a beyonce fan
0: <laughs> Ooh, um the beehive is gonna attack you because i'm listen, i'm shocked they haven't attacked me for what i said in the podcast i like last i week, like but...
1: halo and um i think it's has got sweet dreams i don't know i don't really know many many beyonce yeah. songs so i don't really listen to her but fun
0: <laughs> well mistress tells us that malaysia is one of the closest people to her in the competition she says she is the true definition of a sister as they love they fop at the end of the day they still kiki and cut the fuck up. By definition, does that mean you and Jet Slag are sisters?
1: Um, no, because I actually hate her guts. So definitely not. <laughs> no. um, listeners, no. if you we are, we saw are. the
0: two of them at DragCon, um, you would have thought they were going to get a room together.
1: <laughs> There's a lovely picture of me um, getting her in a chokehold, which is just great.
0: Yeah, two bottoms <laughs> don't make a top. Mistress will say that this was her first time at the bottom, and she thought she would be lip-syncing. Now, to be fair, we all did. But also, according to Willem, Mistress told production if she was in the lip-sync, she would not do anything. So, allegedly, production made it Selena instead. Fact or fiction? Who knows? Do you, do you believe it? I don't, I don't think I believe it.
1: With, uh, do you know what, if you say that a certain like a rumor has come out and it's from a drag race girl I will listen to them and then as soon as you say Willem I'm like oh I don't know because sometimes like sometimes Willem listens to someone who's like taking the piss like the whole taste situation with um was it series three of drag race UK or something um but no I think most of the time Willem can be correct it's just you've got to take them all with a pinch of salt
0: it's true now selena doesn't think she did bad or as seen as competition what she did great at was cleaning off that mirror honey speed machine uh she knows how to do it now she's been at the bottom of that many times now auntie sasha is congratulated for her third win she will humbly say that she felt everyone else was going to be ahead of her and yeah i did too so how do the others feel lucy is surprised and expected to win which is how i thought it was gonna go down but we're gonna get mistress and her eye roll Lux feels like she's so close to a win that she has to get it next time. She hears the judges telling her that she has what it takes. She thinks she's right behind Sasha, who is a front runner, and that makes and then makes up her own world in which she is a front runner in terms of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Now, listen, whatever delusional drug she is on, I wish I could have that so I can experience confidence like that. I'll give it to her. She's got confidence.
1: Oh, they, this season's so weird because they're all doing that sort of thing where they're like, oh, yeah, I was definitely second. Who cares? You didn't win.
0: Right. Um, I mean, listen, as Demi Lovato said, what's wrong with being confident? Exactly. Oh, oh. Uh, do you sing that song? You should sing that song. I feel like that's in your that should be in your repertoire.
1: Fine, I'll do an American accent.
0: There we go. There we go. All right, um, it's time to get out of the drag. As Lux says, it's time for the queen to get out of the drag and not the beast, AKA Lucy. Um, that was a very me joke. I would make that joke to somebody. But Lux and Lucy have the most fire under their ass to win as they were both on the top and smell the blood in the water. It's only three girls away from the final four, baby. It is on. Um, also, shout out to my pal, the gay ass bitch, Joey J. Lucy, love you girl, but you are not serving Joey J. You are not the trade of the franchise.
1: <laughs> I mean she definitely has. Um, uh.
0: It's true. The very similar hair. Um next day, and Kelly and Michelle are on the table. Now, this question was for gonna be for both of you, but you have the honor of answering it now for both of you. If I'm Beyoncé, which one of you of Jet Slag are Kelly and Michelle?
1: Uh um, the, I'm gonna get absolutely crucified for this. Who's Kelly and who's Michelle? <laughs> I don't know who these people
0: are. Kelly <laughs> Rowland and Michelle Williams.
1: Oh, I know Kelly Rowland. She was a, a judge on something, wasn't she? She was uh, an X Factor
0: judge. Yes, yeah, she did. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, I'll
1: be her that. then.
0: Well, Michelle Williams does have a, have a great song. You should go listen to um, say yes. She has great, a great, great song. song. Yeah. <laughs> <Eight> um, great... <laughs> Yeah, no, literally it's a one single song. But Kelly Michelle and Beyonce do appear in Michelle's music video. So great times. It's almost like a reunion. Nothing. Anyway, Marcia gets the confessional saying it's a new day in the workroom. And friends, we know it. The editor tells us she is a goner when someone says it, she they are leaving that episode. Now Anitra will joke that Kelly and Michelle wear more makeup than Marcia, which is so shady. Um, it really truly has been her plot line of the season, hasn't it?
1: I mean, they've got to grab a new um sort of storyline to run with instead of the same old crap they usually do so i suppose they're just trying to pick at anything and i suppose they've got that which they dragged out even though she has changed up her makeup a lot
0: that's very true now that we're going to discuss the Beyoncé looks in which lux loves hers lucy will say that she loved wearing hers and felt really beautiful in it now, Lux is going to come for Miss Lucy and ask her why she wasn't pregnant. Lucy says that she wasn't that far along when she announced her pregnancy, and this will cause the tension to rise, and the debate will ensue of how pregnant Beyonce was, um, and who knows the reference better. It's going to get a bit personal, as Lucy will be insulted by Lux, who insults her for wearing a corset when she should have been pregnant. Lucy says that Beyonce has body, 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 and wanted to give that, and Lux is like, and baby bum. I'm going to be completely honest here. When Beyonce wore that look, it was not Rihanna levels of baby bump. So I think I might be Team Lucy here.
1: Oh, did you not look on Twitter because Lucy actually admitted she was wrong?
0: I didn't, but I'm like, to be fair, like even just a little, little like it's not Selena in as uh, Virgin Mary baby bump size. It's just like a little, little bit of padding. All she had to do was um, not, not corset. (laughs) This would have been fine. Um, then you. Third hog body I'm kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> now Lucy will tell Lux that she didn't have Beyonce body and Lux thinks she did and then Marsha will say that she had the Lux version of Beyonce body and Lux will say yes Lucy is like then why can't I do the Lucy version of Beyonce body and rather than allowing her this one she isn't the right Lux will say that she feels she should have been pregnant skinny girls who barely pad always come for the classic drag queen to pad why is that
1: um, as a skinny girl who doesn't pad, I think, <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I think they're just jealous that they can't afford padding.
0: Yeah. Um, padding so can get stealing, expensive. Yeah. Stealing um, uh, uh, the inside of a couch, very expensive nowadays.
1: It is. Like, not many people throw their couches away. Well, Ridiculous. That's why, you
0: have, that's why you find an enemy and cut open their couch.
1: Oh, that, I've never tried that before. I'll, I'll give it again. It. It'll be great.
0: The tension will be the theme of this episode, and Miss Panini Press, Lucy Duca will share that talent gets you the finale, not mind games. Put a pin on that one, friends. We'll see if that actually pans out later. The alarm sounds, and you guessed it. Bro, video message is back. Yes, it is back. We didn't see this in how many episodes, but it's finally here.
1: I'm I'm so stupid. I didn't even realize that we've not been seeing them.
0: Yeah, it's been cut for time. Well, in (sighs) this video, she mentions some comedy iconic duos like French and Saunders, Key and Peel, Cheech and Chong, and Broad City. Of those four, who is your favorite duo?
1: Oh, I'm going to be biased AF and say French and Saunders, which I didn't know was like had even come across in America.
0: Of course, of course we know French and Saunders. Of course, of course. Um, Now, if you're gonna pick one of them, who do you like better, French or Saunders?
1: French, she's from Plymouth.
0: Okay. Is she really, have you met?
1: Yeah. Um, So this is actually a really funny story because um, when I went to the Drag Race UK series two tour, um, dressed as a big pixie, she was two seats in front of me, literally two seats in front of me. just there to watch the show, but also she was obviously one of the guest judges for that season anyway. There it is. That's,
0: That's so cool. Season. Yeah. Rue arrives to get them in the mood for a mini-challenge. They will celebrate a queer art form known as the Harlem Vogue Ball. Now, I know there were a lot of ballroom staples who were very upset by this challenge and how it played out and the inaccuracies. I hear it, and I understand it. At the end of the day, the show is going to appropriate it, and the lexicon we got from the ballroom scene has entered the Drag Race Dictionary. And that's just sadly where we're at. Um, it's the unfortunate truth.
1: Mm. No, you- i think there's a lot of um ballroom culture which these days especially internationally people don't realize it's from ball ballroom culture and they just think it's drag race lingo which is a shame i mean
0: it's really crazy to me because like obviously i started drag race season eight and then like that's when i started to learn the lexicon of drag race and i feel like straight people have kind of stolen the drag race lexicon um if i hear one more straight person say uh spill the tea i'm gonna be like no 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 girl that's mine you can't you can't no stop using or, that it's not yours
1: do you know one one that i've picked up on quite recently um being in quite a lot of like grime sort of rap songs is throwing shade they love to say throwing yeah. shade in the- know, all right, crazy
0: maybe this is why um the republicans in america are just so mad at queer culture because everyone's doing it nowadays it's cool
1: Mm -hmm. it's trendy
0: they have 15 minutes to get into quick voguing drag and their looks were choices um how's your 15 minute quick drag
1: oh god i've never tried 15 minute drag i suppose it would be Wonky eyelashes. No, wait, that's my normal drag. Um, it'll probably be no not nose contour, um, loads of blush, minimal eyeshadow, and probably no lips at all, to be honest.
0: I mean, to be fair, you are a diva who takes hours to get ready.
1: Yeah, but we love perfection.
0: Do we? Kidding, kidding, kidding. Shady, I gotta say it was really very funny to watch Anitra get her um nipple ring caught in the microphone. <laughs> has that ever, ever happened to you?
1: What having a nipple ring in general? No.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna get a nipple ring?
1: No. So one of my friends got um their nipple pierced today and they did offer me to come with them and I was like, I don't want to see your nipple bleed, thank you. Um
0: I doesn't I think Jet's has the nipples pierced, right? Probably. Probably Jesus. I've ladder.
1: never 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 looked at her nif- like
0: <laughs> that. <laughs> well, in honor of the Queen of Voguing, the category is I am so into Voguing right now. And when I wrote that line, I was like, How is Vanessa Hutchins doing that? I was like, Oh, wait, she was on the red carpet at the Oscars.
1: Vogue in
0: Yeah, no, she was not voguing in that dress. She looked very good. She looked very, very good. Um <laughs> From the house of East Orange, Lux New Orleans. Inn definitely served face. She she definitely did the face thing. Um, and we found out the hack of the mini challenge: quick drag, wear sunglasses.
1: That is a good point. Yeah.
0: From the Casa La Duca, Lucy La Duca reminded us she is a white girl who has no tricks because that cartwheel was. Yeah, how was your cartwheel?
1: Um, I'm. I don't know, mediocre, but it did give me very much like, you know, when a kid sort of like really wants their parents' attention and then when the parents actually give it to them, they're like, watch this. And they just like jump and spin and they're like, look how impressive that is. And the parents are just like, oh, well done, Jimmy. That's so good. It was giving that sort of energy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which you're very used to because you're the baby of the
1: family. Yeah, I just love attention.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> from the house of esthetes selena fell down went boom and then she was flopping around like flubber what happened why 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 was she so bad
1: uh because her esthetes were too big
0: yeah there it comes. from the brady dynasty marcia 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 wore no makeup but served some tricks that were acceptable uh who knew she could break dance we love white break dance. And
1: no makeup <laughs>
0: Uh, from the Colby Carrington Dynasty, mother has arrived, Sasha ate. Uh How does she not win? This is just a travesty.
1: I honestly thought she would. I not guess she because can't give her like, too many wins. Yeah, I mean, if we count in Lucy's versions of winning, then yeah. <laughs>
0: Classes in session with Miss Brooks, and well, uh, she did as much voguing as I would do. Like, that was nothing, but she did throw some shade to the bearded bitches in the room, and then she painted Marsha, which was very classic.
1: <laughs>
0: and from the house of You Better Walk That Fucking Duck on Nitra, the meme queen did the meme, and Rue was like, thank you, more money in my pocket when we make that a t-shirt. Uh, will you get a t-shirt that says Walk the Fucking Duck?
1: I think I had this conversation with you before, but I don't see the funny, like, the funny side of it. I don't know. It's a very, it's like they're trying to make Miss Vanji happen again. Like, since episode one, right. they just flung on to something. But this time, I don't, I don't get it. Well,
0: because she was duck-, duck walking.
1: Yeah, I know, but I still don't get, it. like, just...
0: Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah. All right, the winner of the challenge is Anitra. Uh, I don't agree. Sorry.
1: It should have been Kerry. Oh, no, Sasha. Kerry's your daughter. Oh, my God, no. And then Sasha. Yeah. yeah Sorry. Yeah. Um,
0: Anitra will win a cash prize of $2,500. And maybe the trophy, also that trophy. Where would Anitra keep it? It was, it was big. Um... How do you keep it in the
1: bathroom? Why in the bathroom?
0: So everyone has to see it at all times. Because if they're going to come to my house, they're going
1: to have to use the bathroom. Why not? I mean, what if they steal it, though?
0: That's true. That's fair. Um, They wouldn't get away with it because that thing was ginormous. (laughs) Um, For this week's Maxi Challenge, Bubbly wants them all to crack a smile as they will be performing stand-up in front of a live audience in the Bubbly Comedy Festival. I'm going to ask this question, and I want real honesty here. How are you with comedy?
1: Um, I think I'm better off the cuff, like just mm-hmm. naturally. Scripted, I'm good at, but it's not. I don't know. I find I get more laughs just doing it. Natural. Have flow. you
0: tried like full stand up before?
1: I have, and it didn't bomb. I'll put it that way. It didn't.
0: Okay. Which... Okay. So mediocre, like Cheryl Hall.
1: No, I'm going to say better than mediocre. It wasn't like the best in like anyone's ever heard, but it wasn't terrible.
0: That's fair. Well, Bruno has arrived with an ice bucket, so they can randomly divide into comedy duos. They will reach into the cooler and pull out a can of bubbly sparkling water. Mandy, what is your favorite flavor of bubbly sparkling water?
1: I don't think we have bubbly over here. (gasps)
0: i don't think you do either um are, are you going to have some when you come to america
1: um i might be able to sneak in a cheeky cheeky little bubbly sparkling water um, whilst i'm also drinking house of love cocktails any other sponsored drink that drag race wants to throw at me
0: um do you remember when i would buy water all the time and you thought that was the funniest thing when i went to the uk
1: yeah because we actually can drink from tap water and you didn't realize that so when we go to restaurants you could just say can i have a tap water and instead you got charged like expensive london prices for glass bottles of water but that was great yeah good for you and your bank account
0: good for me and my bank account Uh, just (laughs) just wait until you come to america and you're like wait i have to give them a big tip what the fuck
1: Oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Would that be seen as rude if I didn't tip them?
0: Oh, yeah. You do not come to America and not tip your waiters or waitresses.
1: Well, the food better be cheap as well. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh my- well, I'll find you the closest thing to gay Nando's. In, in oh, my time. God.
1: I t- do you know what I found really funny this week? Watching all of Baggage Chips um sort of instagram videos of them performing in uh i think it was roscoe's and Mm -hmm. she's trying to sing whilst also collecting all of the tips and she like her hand is just getting full and she's like I'm pretty sure she don't even know what to do at one point. So on I think she did one nighttime uh, show and then one brunch. So at the brunch the next day you see her do the same like performance, but she's got someone next to her with a bucket who's helping grab the tips. So I was like, oh my god, brilliant. That is just UK yeah, drag fun. not knowing what to do when they've got their hands full.
0: That's true. All right, Sasha will get Mango. Marsha gets Blackberry. Lucy gets Lime. Lux get Lime. Set up? I think so. Selena is going to get Gideon Confessional, and it's hilarious. Um, Selena is going to grab Cherry. Anitra has Mango, and Mistress selects Blackberry. So as it stands in this moment, Sasha's with Anitra, Marsha's with Mistress, Lucy, and Lux, and Selena is by her lonesome. But it will reveal that she can either perform solo or steal a partner? She has decided that she will take Mistress, forcing Marsha to be alone. What did you think of the strategy and what would you do in that situation?
1: Um, Hmm. I I would have personally, to look better in front of the judges, I would have stuck to whatever I'd been given. Yeah. Like, there's not much you can do with the cast of people before you. Like, I don't think any of them are specifically known for their comedy. Um, So for her to change it up, especially, in front of RuPaul and just say, like, you know, when they, they set the teams and RuPaul's not there, I feel like that's fine because be shady, blah, blah, blah. But when Ru's there, I think that put, that should put more pressure on you to, like, show you've got nerf. Do you know what I mean?
0: And and I think the thing that she realized is she was like, my track record is the lo- the weakest. Who mm. can I make sure is going to do worse than I am so they have a better chance of going home? And she knew is not a comedy girl, so... Um, it's good I, strategy, but I agree. I would have stayed alone.
1: I think, like, Marsha... I thought, anyway, that Marsha was going to do well by herself because, obviously, she's um, a theatre kid. And I don't know. I thought I thought maybe she'd know what to do in that case. Like, act it up. Play a character. Do something. Free reign.
0: I love you, Marsha. You've been on the podcast. Comedy's not your thing. Uh, <laughs> Anitra, as the winner of the mini-challenge, we'll get to... Pick the performance order oh and rue also reveals that they get to workshop their material with michelle and extra special guest judge ali wong are you familiar with the work of miss ali wong
1: i am not that's okay. Am
0: okay she's she's a fun comedian uh she's best known for her stand-up special where she was actually pregnant doing it
1: oh like beyonce
0: sure like beyonce <laughs> <laughs> Now, out of all the challenges, this is the one that Marsh is most nervous about. Lux will try to butter up Anitra to get a good slot. But Lucy knows that placement can make or break your act. Now, we have seen queens be strategic, looking at you, Ellie Diamond, and others <laughs> have played fair. What would you do in this scenario?
1: Um, hmm. I would... Def- oh, do you know what i do, actually? i do who I think would be the weakest going first and like do like a few really weak ones then place yourself in the middle so that you look good at the end of a block of a load of crap ones and then whoever's remaining can go behind you
0: that's fair that's fair i can see that well anitra has decided the marshal will open lux and lucy then sasha and anitra and closing will be the delicious div- divas mistress and selena and then will ask what the process was. And the was like, I don't have to tell them if I don't want to. And she doesn't. But the girls are going to go off to think of their sets. And Lucy will ask Lux if she has done stand-up. She has not, but people have told her she's funny. So she's one of those girlies. Do people tell you you're funny?
1: Um, No, because they're usually too busy laughing. So, And oh, then I keep oh, talking. I don't give me. them an opportunity to talk
0: that's fair lux (laughs) knows that despite their mini mini feud lucy won't tell lux her bad joke is funny because they both want to win this challenge lux thinks that the judges want them to have chemistry so she wants to make the set roasty so lucy's gonna throw out that she can compliment her and say how she's looking so trim and lux is like goddamn tapeworm gets me every time okay that was funny we're on the right track we'll have a play off of their names but when it's lucy you're safe That gets them to laugh their asses off. Comedy through misery. Works every time.
1: Use those personal traumas. It's funny.
0: It's true. (laughs) We're going to jump over to Marsha, who is talking to herself. And that is what happens when you're stuck by your lonesome on a duo challenge. Mistress is ready to stir the pot and ask if she thinks Selena put her by herself on purpose. Marcia says she has no ill will and would have done the same thing, but Marcia is panicked as her training wheels have been taken off and she's riding her two wheeler for the first time. She will either hit it out of the park or flop. Now, since we're back to full episodes, let's check up on some of the other girls. We have time for it. Oh my God, I love it. Sasha will tell Anitra that sh- they should start with a layout, but as they are working, Anitra is having a hard time focusing as she has the migraines. Migraines suck. Have you had a migraine before?
1: Um, I've had a headache before. that's similar, right?
0: Very similar. Migraines are even worse because it's um you literally cannot open your eyes. That's She's awesome. having vision problems and compares to somebody pressing on her forehead with her entire brain exploding. Um I've been watching a lot of Walking Dead, so that's kind of the metaphor I'm getting there.. <laughs> Now, in a rare moment on the show, nature will have to be taken out of the room by the medical team to get checked out. And I guess the last time that we saw that was when Candy Muse had her uh, sugar low, right? Is that probably the last time we've seen the medics come in?
1: Wait, how do you... that was probably the
0: first time we saw it, really. We didn't Face
1: have an injury? Didn't... Wait... Yeah, she didn't, she like cut herself or something and they made it look like it was going to be a big deal because they added like ambulance sound effects on the, uh, on the but next.
0: I don't think we saw like a full medical team. But what was it, Tase? I don't remember who it was. I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I think
1: it, it was. And then they showed like one guy putting a plaster on Tase's finger while she was like.
0: That's, and that's it. It Was <laughs> And it was a design challenge, right?
1: Yeah. That was probably. Oh, of the with God, the yeah. pads. When she was trying yes, to make yes, the fat girls yes. dress. No.
0: Right, right, right. Um, did that happen before or after Candy Muse, though?
1: Um, Well, I think... I it
0: think it was before.
1: Different. Oh, it might have been by just a few weeks, actually, because weren't they airing around the same time? But <laughs> I then think one so. Of
0: God, I don't... <laughs> time season
1: 13 started first, but then Series 2 was obviously shorter because it wasn't dragged out.
0: Correct. You want to know something crazy? Are you ready to hear something crazy?
1: Different.
0: Drag Race season fifteen has the same amount of queens left as Drag Race Belgique. (laughs) They're both at final
1: six. Ah. One of those. And Drag Race
0: Sirenia has seven queens left. So put that all into perspective.
1: That's so mad. Crazy. Hopefully, Sasha
0: is nervous. Sasha's nervous that this challenge is all about teamwork and Anisra is not there. Um, you must be nervous doing this uh, podcast solo without your teammate, uh, Jet Slag.
1: Um, no, because I don't want to be uh, brought down to their level anyway. It's fine. No. I'd rather just uphold myself and um, be Marshall, but without failing.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> well, it's time to meet Michelle and Ali Wong and try out some jokes would you be nervous in a situation trying out jokes in front of an actual funny person?
1: Um, is that shade, is that shade, that felt no. like shade. That no, felt like shade. Um, well, I personally don't find Michelle Visage funny. Um I, I guess it depends on who it would be. Like, if they make you feel comfortable enough, then you'd be fine. But. I know some of them are like, oh, that was shit. Redo that. It depends on the person, really.
0: What UK comedian do you wish would coach you in comedy? And why is it Diane Morgan?
1: Who the hell is that?
0: Philomena Kunk.
1: Oh, my God. She's got an actual name. (laughs) name She'd have to be in character. I'd love that if she was in character. Um,
0: I I hope she gets judges. That would be fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, that would be brilliant. It, uh, do you know what who who I'd love um to be like coaching me? Daisy May Cooper.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, she's been on the show before, so she probably won't come back. Oh, there is someone who I know who would love to be coached by who has not been on the show yet. Who? Donna Noble herself.
1: Oh my god! Yes, actually, that is a good point. Catherine that K. is a really good point. Oh my god. Maybe she will one I'm day. I'm waiting for it. I'm one waiting day. for it.
0: Listen, sixtieth anniversary. It's a perfect time to bring Catherine Tate on to the next series.
1: I mean, do, have that has anyone spoiled the guest judges for the next season yet? Is I think so. I
0: don't think that's been out there.
1: We need it. We need it. Yeah. Let's be
0: ready. We'll, we'll we'll do some investigative research.
1: I'll message some All of right. my so, friends later find out.
0: Please <laughs> just do. Now <laughs> Marcia will kick things off and she is intimidated because she loves allie wong so much she has a solid chunk which allie thinks sounds like a fat stool allie reminds her the advantage of going first is she doesn't have to worry about someone doing the same bit now marcia's first joke is about rupaul being cinderella as she has little ravens flying around her to fix her outfits but doesn't raven just fix her face does what she do her face where's the joke the joke's not funny because it doesn't work
1: yeah, it's not the right context at all because it, uh, who's the guy who does um, RuPaul's outfits? Zaldi. Yeah. Like, make a joke with that name even though that's not the relevant joke. to <laughs> Yeah.
0: We're going to have a joke about Ross and Carson not being there as they were cast in a remake of The Parent Trap, which is very funny because SNL did a parody of The Parent Trap the night before, but this joke isn't there. So Allie and Michelle will try to guide her to a new reference. And Marshall will show that she is a theater girly and say death of a salesman. But that's not funny either. So she says magic Mike. And Allie's like, that's funny. Add a log line. Magic Mike. They've lost the magic. Magic Mike. The magic is gone. That's the one. There's the joke. Why it will not appear. Your guess is as good as mine. Don't know why she didn't even use it. Next up. Lucy and Lux, where Lux will give Michelle... She really said, yeah, I'm not
1: taking... Yeah.
0: Yeah. She'll give Michelle a can bit that people tell her she's funny all the time, and Michelle will clap back and say, but looks aren't everything, Lux, which is shade. Good shade. Good shade. Lucy has shared she has done a lot of stand-up before, which gets Lux to laugh. Lucy really wants this to be a solo, but because she would smack Lux upside the head if she had the opportunity to. They're going to start with Lux having a sugar daddy which she admits to and says she has a friend who is into white girls with no rhythm. And because it was mumbled, Allie will lose the word rhythm, so she will tell her to punch it up and enunciate. Um, do you have a sugar daddy and do you have no rhythm?
1: Um, I do have a sugar daddy and his name is Michael Block um however i am a white twink so no i do not have any rhythm
0: facts are facts all accurate, facts accurate. Are facts now michelle will ask lucy if she has no rhythm and lucy thinks she does uh because she won the lalaparusa um she's playing to suffer the camera right she cannot be that delusional
1: oh, i don't i think it's all in the edit i think so too
0: Lucy's going to make a joke referencing Lux having one singular fan, which is very funny, but Lux did not approve of it, but hey, Bruce Ego's, didn't it? Uh, But if it gets a laugh, it stays in, and that's that's the key of comedy. If people are laughing, it's a good joke. Lucy needs Lux to slow down, as this is a group challenge. Uh, You either succeed together or fail alone, unless you're Marsha and you die. Die alone. Next, we have Mistress and Selena, and they will be sharing hookup stories because that's what I think of when I think of comedy. No, really, my sex life is a joke. Why? Because it's non-existent. Yes.
1: Thank you for clapping. I
0: appreciate you. Wow. Um, (laughs) Mistress will say she wanted to go in this direction because Selena is a nasty bitch. She also says that if they slip up on their notes, they have the story because it really happened. The first bit will be about Mistress playing music to get freaky too. And allegedly that song was Geronimo by RuPaul. Have you ever done the dirty to Geronimo by RuPaul?
1: Um, no, but I did do the bing bang bong on someone's ding dang dong to UK hun.
0: Excellent. You you get a prize today. That was very yeah. good, very good, very good.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mistress thinks she's funny. The coaches are laughing. She's ready for her winners, era. Selena starts her bit about a Christmas party where she was dressed as a pregnant Mrs. Claus, and then the editors are gonna go on and on and do a never-ending montage as the story apparently never ends. Was it actually factual or did they play into the edit? I don't know. But um Selena was getting that geometric edit in that moment. Remember when Geometric would do her um Oscar What's speech the, and just would what, go on, what and on, she and on? on. Wow, you don't like Geometric now?
1: No. I'm on about Canada's kind of Drag Race Series 2 being the one I always forget about. I know, it's true, it's true, you forget about <laughs> it. I literally don't remember anything from it.
0: Ultimately, the punchline wasn't even funny as it took too long to get there and Allie laughs uncomfortably because the rambling is not comedy. She will tell her to cut the fat and get to the funniest part sooner and Michelle says that they are embellishing on their story so they need to work on timing now. Mistress ready to jump ship if Selena flops. She hopes she has her floaty because Mistress is swimming out to shore. And finally, it's Anitra and Sasha. This was the moment where the show looked in the mirror and said, oop, let's do better, as Allie was wondering when an Asian queen was going to come out there. Anitra will give her the sad news that they had, to Bloop. Rest in peace, Laura Mayuri. <laughs> Anitra's feeling better as she had some med- meds and pills. Uh, those always do the trick, don't it?
1: Oh, always. Always. Essential um, for driver. Right. right.
0: Uh, did someone say bag? Someone say bag. As <laughs> it is. We got it in the reincorporated it.
1: Brilliant.
0: Michelle will relate to Anitra and her ocular migraines and tells her that she has nothing to worry about. And apparently, Michelle is Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Now, my British friend, did you get that reference? <laughs>
1: No, <laughs> let's be honest. I've not been getting half of these references today.
0: This was a 90s television show starring Jane Seymour. And no, not the one conf- to be confused with the ex-wife of Henry VIII. This is a different Jane Seymour. I hate you. <laughs> now, Sasha will start off with thanking Lux and Lucy and tells Michelle that the direction they're going in is Drag's answer to Penn and Teller, which would have been funny if they did, not, if they did that and not the Drag's answer to Cheech and Chong. Um, are you familiar with Cheech and Chong?
1: I I'm, I know of them because I'm pretty sure they were in an episode of South Park. Probably.
0: Uh, Cheech and um, Chong are a comedy duo known for being stoners.
1: Stoners, yeah, they, yeah, they were.
0: Yeah. Anitra will share that she ran... Um, that her migraine dictated her comedy and gave a joke about the migraine bigger than Lux and Mistress's egos combined, which is an inside joke and a funny one. And I um, can't believe they kind of wanted her to ax it. Like that one actually would have worked. Why did Michelle tell her, no, it's it's not funny?
1: Um, Because she likes to stir the pot and just cause some drama on set. Yeah. It's well, she will really- end
0: the inside jokes and give a joke about lucky for her man, her head is an absolute mess. And Michelle is like, why is your man lucky if you can't give head? I mean, she's on to something.
1: At least she got that right, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Poor Nitra. I just wanted to give her a hug. No. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't want to give her a hug? A- no, Ali will ask Nitra cool. when she's the funniest, and Nitra's like, I don't know, and Michelle tells her that she has jokes in her and Sasha can help her. She then tells a hilarious joke to Sasha about how if Anitra goes down, Sasha goes down too. And it's funny because Sasha will murder her before that happens.
1: I mean, I can see that happening. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a wrap on the comedy coaching. It is elimination day and the girls will be joking in front of the judges and a live audience. Anitra is feeling better after her rough start. She took a different direction from the headache jokes and what we will see will prove that comedy is a collaborative sport. Sasha is just praying that Anitra's game is in head is in the game lucy and lux are feeling so good that lux will ask how marcia and her partner are doing okay i know it's supposed to be funny and a ha ha like but why did the way that lux said it was just very rude
1: yeah i don't think she's good at um landing the comedy elements of what she's saying i don't i
0: don't think so either Marcia is scared as she didn't have anyone to work off of and had to come up with it all herself. Lux will ask if this made her nervous and Marcia tried to think of it as a blessing to shine on her own, but she's got the butterflies. Lux will tell her that being alone shouldn't throw her off. And the rest of the girls are like, why are you playing with her head? This is mind games, girl. As Sasha says about Lux, if that is how you treat your friend, I don't know what, I don't want to know about your enemies. Is that how you treat your friends? you just give them um, the jazz. i
1: I think personally I treat everyone with the same disrespect
0: that I can confirm that is a fact
1: <laughs> it's great
0: uh, we're gonna move on to a new segment called Chubby chat with Selena as Titties. she will ask mistress if she got her humor from being chubby and before she can answer, Selena shares that she grew up chubby and not being the pretty one and you have to entertain the kids with a little humor and I was like why is that always a thing? Why do we have to always say that if you're a fat person, you have to be funny
1: i yeah, I've realized that quite a lot. Um, we've had like that sort of conversation happen multiple times on drag race before. um not even just on drag race though, like just programs in general just seems to yeah. be a recurring thing. Um I don't know. It's weird. I think it's ingrained into sort of like. Since we're kids, just like the the chubbier characters in film and TV, always being like the comedy element. Do you know what I mean? It's
0: a really unfortunate trope. Like we we've had moments where like the the bigger person can be the centerpiece, but like it's it's not always the narrative, and it doesn't have to be the narrative. Like I don't think that I relied on humor to get along and get around. It was just I just happened to be funny.
1: Yeah, it's. It's it's one of these things where there like obviously you've got the character tropes in films and TV, and I feel like the funny fat friend is literally a trope. Uh, a good example is Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Funny fat friend was the second character.
0: That's true. Um, I mean, look, look, look at Spider Man. Um, we had a funny fat friend who became the uh, funny kind of in shape friend, and he's not funny anymore. Yeah. Already. Now, Mistress will say she didn't let it affect her and only says that that what's on her mind. It also is different when you're born and raised in, with a bunch of Latinas, as they just cut up. And so Selena believes she and Mistress vibe as they they're both thick and Latina with similar upbringings and that is a perfect segue for some personal trauma, Mama. Selena will be like, oh, and Latinas keep things hidden, hint hint, nudge nudge. Tell me more about your traumas, Mistress, because the producers want to hear it. So mistress will share that a big reason her and her family don't see eye to eye was her mom's biggest concern was what other people were going to think. Mistress tells a story that prompted the cutoff from 17 on mistress was on her own, but she would try to give little ways to have her mom come back into her life. She broke her ankle performing during a brunch show. We will see all the graphic details As someone who had an ankle injury myself. It's not cute. It's not fun. But she called her mom from the emergency room and told her she broke her ankle and needed a medical situation situated. And when she showed up, she said, what the fuck are you wearing? As she was still in drag. Mistress told her to leave her alone. And since that day, they have not spoken. Mistress believes when she was younger, she thought when she would become an adult, they would work it out. But the things that her mom said and done are unforgivable. So she doesn't think they can have a relationship. She says it helped her realize she can't keep putting herself out there for someone who doesn't see her as a normal human being. It was a learning experience and one of the best things to happen to her. So now she has a bionic ankle and still wears her kitten heels. Were you touched by Mistress's story?
1: I feel like it's uh, really relatable for most people in this uh, community because we, we always talk about uh, chosen family and that's usually because our real families. Uh, see us as I don't know more inconvenience because of who we are just yeah. to them and their egos and their sort of the way they've made themselves look to the outside world and they don't want to be perceived as something else just because they've got gay kids um so I feel like it's, it's really relatable for most of us and that's why we do these chosen families and why we find our own communities and why we do have safe spaces um and why and we need to them-
0: be yeah, it's gonna be really interesting when we get to untuck because you have this like precursor of a story between Selena's life situation compared to Mistress's. Um, mistress doesn't have a family; it's her chosen family. And then when we get to see Selena, it's like we get to see her entire family. And I don't know. I feel like if I were Mistress, especially knowing that she was the first one um, to get the video message, and then Selena gets it with her entire family, it would hurt a little bit. It, it would. It would sting.
1: Yeah, like a part of me would feel like if it was me in that situation, I'd feel like slightly embarrassed. But I don't feel like she has a reason to. At the end no, of the day, no. I'm like different. Do you know what I mean? But I know what you mean. In in that situation, so I feel like yeah. I would be embarrassed.
0: Let's bring it to the runway as it's main stage time, and Mother is wearing a cute little number that is showing those legs. Wow, could you imagine being that old and having those good legs? How old is she?
1: She's like 60-something. She's old. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that's, that's horrible.
0: <laughs> the panel this week comprises of Michelle Visage, T.S. Madison, and Ali Wong. It is ladies' night. Let's go through the stand-up, and then we're going to move into the runway. It's the Comedy Festival, brought to you by Bubbly. Um, Marsha will kick us off wearing a cute little red number that's really not screaming in comedy, but go off this. Where you look fine. She will tell the audience that she is sort of a newer drag queen, so being there is a lot like puberty as her body is changing. She's discovering insecurities she didn't know she had, but guess what? She's finally a B cup. The joke should have been about makeup. We would have laughed as she is now in on the joke, but the reality is she did not want to mock or acknowledge it as a punchline. I don't know why she didn't make that the puberty joke.
1: She um, she definitely went with something. Whether it was relevant or not, it's a different story.
0: She'll move into a segment about her makeup journey. She will say that when she got there, she wasn't doing drag per se, but enhancing her natural beauty. She goes on to say that everybody at home was telling her how pretty she was, which begs the question, where were you when you realized your entire home time was lying to you? I was on national television. I think it was a really smart idea of a joke that could have been tweaked to be funnier, but hey, you had no partner to play off of, no one to run your concept with.
1: Yeah, and that's where... Could she have not like, asked any of the others for help?
0: I'm sure she could have, but if you were in a competition, would you give her actual help?
1: Yeah, it could be sabotage, but... If I'd, I'd definitely go to Sasha, I feel like Sasha would be genuine.
0: Yeah. She's going to pay homage to the judges and note that Ross and Carson are not there as they are filming Die Hard 20 down the street. Not exactly what she meant uh, when she wanted, what, not exactly what they meant when she, you want more diversity in Hollywood, but you take what you can get. I'm just very upset that she didn't use the Ross and Carson magic might bit. Um, now, we've seen queens take literal lines from the coaching sessions and use it. Do you think she was worried about being penalized for stealing a joke from Mally Wong?
1: No, because at the end of the day, like it, it works. If they, if they're telling you it works, it works. If they don't laugh the second time around, then that's on them. Laugh again, play it up to the camera. You're the one who told us to say it. Do you know what I mean? She should have kept the magic mic and
0: then added her own log line. Die Hard just was never going to be funny.
1: Yeah. I didn't get it. No.
0: She will call T.S. Madison Ursula the Sea Witch and tell her that her critiques got her some of, got some of the nerd girls nervous. And by nervous, she mends herself as she is nervous around her. Um, why is that funny? I don't know. And she will ramble on before introducing her dear friends and rotted garbage people, Lux Noir London and Lucy LaDuca. I think Marsha was psyched out. This was not in her wheelhouse of talent, and that's okay, but it's a craft to certainly work on. Go to an improv class before heading to drag race television program, future drag race contestants. Go take an improv class. Go do it just once. You learn how to she's, make this comedy thing work.
1: She's a theater student. She should have already had improv classes, though.
0: She is a musical theater person. So she focuses on the dance and the singing first.
1: Oh, like, is Acting that a
0: hop- Later on.
1: Is that like a fully separate thing, though? Because when I was doing theater training, it was all mixed into one.
0: Marsha, Marsha, Marsha went to the Boston Conservatory. I know what their program is. It is all based on uh, song and dance. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. It's very specific.
0: It is. It's very, very specific. But hey, it got her to Broadway. So, so she did something right. Work, Diva. It's time for Lucy looking youthful and Lux wearing latex, both showing body, body, audio in a variety of styles. I thought they both looked very good. They complemented each other in their own way.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they will give it up for marcia 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 and lux will say wasn't that such a funny joke her and her comedy wasn't half bad either not a bad joke well played lux will tell lucy that she has nice teeth and lucy whitens them by using the white strips and keeps them on overnight eight hours later they will be white but on your pillow How white do they get? They get so white, they put mayonnaise on everything. They get so white, they can speak to the manager, please. They get so white, they find Lucy's comedy funny. Friends, that is how you do it. Comedy in threes. Very well done. Um, Have you ever kept your um, white strips on overnight?
1: No. I don't know what it would do. I know it says a warning on the back to not keep it over like... Uh, half an hour, but...
0: Yeah, don't try it, please. Please, please, please don't do that, friends. (laughs) We will get the rehash of the single fan and the sugar daddy bit. Uh, If Lucy wanted a sugar daddy, she could probably have her number from Lux. Easy joke, simple, not too smart, simple, well played. These two did an easy comedy set and that's why they succeeded. Mm -hmm. You don't have to reinvent the wheel every time.
1: Go for what you know works. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Next up is the duo that consists of a legend, an icon, a star, a former Miss Continental and Trailblazer in her community, and the other one is Anitra. See? That's funny. They did very well. Now, let's discuss this. Somehow, in a span of the day, Sasha and Anitra will be set as two stone queens, and that's going to be their downfall. Why? How? Where did we get this? Because it's not what was in the coaching session.
1: They, I don't know, it was so random. It was like, I love the idea of like creating characters. Why they went for those characters that are very limited. Not even like over-exaggerated, like just limited.
0: Now, Nitra is from Sin City, Las Vegas. She has a venereal disease and can show you a great time. Does that make you want to go to Las Vegas?
1: Um. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> want to go there now and watch RuPaul's Drag Race. It's live in Flamingo, Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Oh, we're going to move into the
0: can bits portion of the show. And it's essentially in nature trying to do Alaska's May West. Um, very derivative. It, wasn't, it, it didn't work.
1: Not at all. The can bits were a struggle in this episode.
0: Um, there were no laughs. And the whole forgetful bit was supposed to be funny because they were high. But I think the editors screwed them to make it feel worse than it was. Like, I understood what the joke was. It just, with Mm. no laughs, it made it awkward. Yeah. I mean, when Sasha has to say that this bit is lasting longer than Evie Oddly's dick, you know you're in trouble.
1: I mean, at least that was a funny joke there.
0: It was. Sasha's going to move into talking about Michelle's big balls, which she calls Latrice and Eureka, but unlike them, Michelle's balls have lasted an entire season of Drag Race. So shady, so cruel, so mean. <laughs> I mean, technically, technically speaking, Eureka has lasted an entire season of Drag Race. She was eliminated, but she appeared in every single episode.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that's All good. All sorts 6 Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, God! Justice for Trinity Cable. Name. I'm going to say it again because she, she,
1: she should one. Rob. Rob
0: well their time is over it's time for selena and std's mistress isabel brooks selena will start it off and say who knew getting so high could lead to a new low which is t um have you ever done anything really bad while you were high
1: um i did a whole 12 minute number
0: that's cool that's smart um once i got really high and bought mandy and Kat a lot of shit from etsy
1: you were high when you did that? Yes, I was a little that high. I was I like,
0: oh my gosh, she would love this. Oh my gosh, she would <laughs> love this. And then my bank account's like, are you fucking kidding
1: me? She better love this. <laughs> Your bank account's like, <laughs> no, I don't love this.
0: Literally. <laughs> now, for the most part, this is two queens doing their own thing. And speaking of, Selena's look was barf. That was What was she wearing?
1: Um, The best thing she's worn all season.
0: No, no. <laughs> so she's going to tell her story about her Christmas party escapade and it's steamy. And rather than a set of punchline jokes, she used her personality to tell a story. And it was pretty funny. Uh, could have been slowed down a bit, but she was pretty good at comedy storytelling. I will give her that. Uh, now, Mistress, not as good. She was on a struggle bus. Um, do you use yellow Facebook often?
1: Do I use what?
0: Yellow Facebook. What is that? Did you not get her joke? Grinder?
1: Oh, shut up. That's what the joke was.
0: Yes, yellow I Facebook is Grinder.
1: I yeah. didn't get it. It went right over my head.
0: Um, her story was about a rhinestone on the disco stick, which is now on her face. Um, and the moral of these two is their six foot five man was the same man named Ignacio. Have you ever accidentally shared a man with your friends?
1: Yes, and it's awkward when you actually find out and you have that discussion, and sort of one of you clicks that it's the same guy, and it's like, all oh, right. Damn.
0: I'd be furious. I'm just too jealous. It wouldn't work for me. It's awful. Um. Well, that's it. That was our comedy show. Meh. Where were the jokes? There were some jokes. Lucy and Lux had some jokes, but that's about it. All right, category is Rip Her to Shreds. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Shredded or Dreaded. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Look by Marsha, hair by, drag by Sherelle. First off, when Ali Wong said, did Jan win or something, I spit out my drink because that was a funny joke. Here's the problem. In concept, it's fine. It's a statement to all her haters in New York City. You know who you are. I literally know who you are. But if you're going to do a pageant look, girl, drag pads are money, honey. And that textile you have as your gown, it better be expensive and pageant ready. Also, where are your pageant jewels? Marsha, I literally hooked you up with our friends over at Ant Accessories. Go get some bling, baby! Because this was so simple and basic, it made the story unfulfilled. The only thing that was incredible in pageanty was her hair.
1: And the lovely sash that she has
0: yeah sure what did you think of this look
1: um it it would have been all right for um like say an acting challenge where she's playing the character but for a runway really yeah
0: didn't work michelle says that she landed some laughs but most of it fell flat she says it wasn't funny enough and says she loves she loved look but put that lucy did it not too long ago and says she would have been a crafty queen and thought of something else to do Ali says she clearly has stage present. She just forgot to do the log line for the movie to explain why she picked Die Hard 20. And Rue says that when there are seven girls left, it has to be more. More, 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 Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. I love you, girl, but it's
1: dreaded. Dreaded, yeah. Same. Audience,
0: 53% dreaded, 47% dreaded. Lucy LaDuca. Look and hear by Lucy. Uh, I didn't get it. She says it's Nosferatu realness, but this ain't no vampire realness. I don't like it. Um, I love that she did something bold and went for it. The garment's fine. Could have been shredded a bit more, but my problem is the face. Like it was not even the same color. Like you had cream and then white and they just sparred with each other. Lucy is not a gore girl. And that's why the face fell flat for me. What did you think of Lucy's look?
1: Um, I think it's very Dracula for the horror element um apparently they did they had barely any time from coming off of the comedy segment to the runway so she couldn't do the makeup properly so i'll give her like i'll let her pass for that but the rest of the look i actually quite like would you wear it um if it was october 31st yeah
0: Fair. Michelle says what she likes about the look is that it is very different for her. She says it's creepy and Bram Stokery and just so good. Allie says she clearly has such a strong stage presence and it was clear from the jump. She rose to the occasion. Antia says that it was what the the white jokes were so funny she almost fell out of her skin. I'm going to give
1: this a dreaded. I'm going to shred it.
0: The audience agrees with you. 57% shredded, 43% shredded. Work diva. Lux New London. Look by Lux Hair by Double D Wigs. Listeners of this podcast for the last few weeks, you will know what I'm about to say. Again, I like Lux. I have no problems against her, but the look is cool. It has an impact to rue. But imagine if this was the only replica she did in her entire portfolio on the season. At this point, I'm expecting her to never wear anything original. There is a time and place for a reference, but if your entire identity cannot, it just can't be a reference. There's a reason why her first design challenge win was so incredible, because it was her. It was original. Um, I will continue to say. As far as the look, it does give me toilet paper glued onto football pads. I mean, at least Ruse was punk and felt punk. The hair is incredible. Um, more of that, please. For me, it's just a very, very safe look at best and just happened to pull at the heartstrings of RuPaul.
1: Which, would, which is a clever way to do things. Because if RuPaul has done that look, and even though it's not a fully elevated version of the look, it's similar-ish. So if RuPaul like tore it down and said it was shit, it would be like, well, Ru, you wore something very similar. Um, but I did see that Lux posted that the original look they were going to wear for this runway, they couldn't get uh, because I think the designer of it flopped or something um so they actually couldn't get it and they had to leave like the, the next day to go to drag race so they did just get a american football uh shoulder pad whatever they're called and some fabric and they made this in the hotel
0: okay i mean it checks out i can i understand it um but yeah like literally my again they had an entire week where it was RuPaul reference looks. Then she referenced RuPaul through a Beyonce look. And now she's doing this like three weeks in a row. <laughs> it's a lot. It, it, it's, it, it's almost like you're sucking up to the teacher.
1: I mean, play the game safe. That's fair.
0: Allie says she is so funny and says she could hear every word she said. Michelle says they were so wonderful together and thought her time was good as she was listening to what Lucy was saying. Tia says she came here to win this competition. She loves this look and is an homage to the mother. Rue will get emotional as she shares that she wore this look in 1986 and brought back so many great memories because she was a freak running around New York City. And if you'd ask her if she'd be sitting in that seat hosting a television show back then, her answer would have been yes. She says it comes full circle. I will. Give it a shredded because it was
1: a Same. complete look. Same hair. Yeah. Audience That's
0: agrees. 84% shredded. 16% dreaded. Sasha Colby. Look by Kip Yonaga, Hair by what wigs? This is a stunning look. She looks incredible. I see the early 2000s in inspiration yet lives in its own world. Love this hair on her. It's inc- really incredible. I think ripped denim is an easy alternative for this run, right? I would have loved to see a little bit more creativity from Sasha here.
1: It's, uh, it, I feel like it's something we've seen before, but it works.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the Denim and Diamonds runway all over again.
1: <laughs> Literally is.
0: Tia says that when she turned the corner, she said she tore that shit up. And that is why in the comedy challenge, she was no. She was trying to rely on the stonery stuff. She says that she's Sasha Colby. She wants more from her. Michelle says there were a lot of laws in the pacing needed to stay up. Ally says it's hard to make new Michelle Visage balls and dick jokes, but she made some fresh ones that were really good, but that was the peak of the performance. She wanted more of that. She says she has it in her as she is naturally a funny queen. I'll give it a shredded.
1: Yeah, shredded.
0: Audience agrees. 91% shredded, 9% dreaded. On no designers listed. Uh, it's a very simple look, yet looks dynamite on her. The stage lighting really did make the velvet look black and not green, but the contrast of the dark and light colors was powerful. I wanted more stones in the pink in the little tablet part. It was the only thing that was missing glam. It's a very simple silhouette that fit the category, um, but the earpiece was very cool. I would like one of those so I can pretend I can talk to my friends in outer space.
1: <laughs> you could. You just wish you could have one so you could pretend to have friends. Um, <laughs> true, it's true. <laughs> no, just kidding. Mandy hates my um, friends. Mandy hates me. Confirmed, confirmed right now. Um, I, I, I actually really do like this look. It was very much giving the theme of the promo for this season. Mm-hmm.
0: Michelle says there were moments she felt flat and was lost or scared, and Sasha was doing heavy lifting. She wanted more confidence, which is weird because when she comes out there and drags, she is powerful. Ruth says that confidence um, that she has in the runway is hers for the taking throughout her life. Tia is enjoying the look as it is giving body. I'll give it a shredded
1: yeah probably i want to say my favorite of the night yeah i think the audience
0: agrees 97% shredded 3% shredded work selena stades look by michael brambilla hair by joe lopez flower necklace by cobra lily floral designs this was an example that if you did not have the voiceover you would not have comprehended the look drag on a runway needs to speak for itself first I do agree that the blanket being the dominating fabric would have told the story properly. And Selena, I'll keep saying it. Keep wearing big hair. This works so well for you.
1: I like seeing her in flat hair, not going to lie.
0: Really? Interesting. I think she
1: looked, that time when she was lip syncing against Spice, I think she looks so fucking pretty.
0: I'm just, I feel like her head is just so tiny. She's like a tiny head. Yeah. yeah. Tiny head, big ego. Ha-ha, I was going to say queen. tiny head,
1: big personality, but okay.
0: That works. That works. <laughs> Selena, keep wearing the big hair, but Michelle will give her credit because she got to the storyline quicker. She thought it was funny and the execution was good. Allie says that what she looks absolutely beautiful and loves the story she was telling. She would have been more excited by the look had it been made from the blanket and made a couture, and it would have been something they have never truly seen on the runway before. Uh, not fully realized, I'll give it a dreaded.
1: Uh, same. Yeah, not seeing it myself.
0: Audience, 48% shredded, 52% shredded. And finally, yeah. Mistress Isabel Brooks, new designers listed. Love the inspiration of Madonna and Marilyn through the lens of the big girl. Sure, the garment itself is shredded, but she's saying it's been set aflame. So not quite the right story for this runway. I will say that I like the elements of it that it does portray. Um, it's got decay, but I think some small tufts of black fluff inside the white would have helped share that it was smoking would have loved to see her gloves be missing a finger or two of fabric but she looks good and she knows her body well
1: the proportions on this are actually really good um incredible as she said like the silhouette of this one it's giving very much mushroom and i love it
0: it's so good Michelle says that the look is stunning as burnt up Marilyn Monroe. She says it's fun and drag. T.S. loves the way, as a big girl, she comes out and serves the girls and lets people know that thick girls are gorgeously burnt up too. Allie says she came along since rehe- a long way since rehearsal, as it, she wasn't interacting with Selena that much, but on the day they were bouncing off each other, she felt like they were two preachers delivering the unholiest of sermons. Um, I love the song "Unholy." Just gonna say it. Are you a fan? I mean-
1: of- yeah, I mean, it's, over, it's really overplayed here. So overplayed.
0: Um, if you and Slag had to do it as a duet, who's playing who? Um,
1: oh, I feel like I was going to say I want to be Kim Petrus, but I feel like that's more her vibe anyway, but yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the I'll give Mistress a Shredded. Daddy. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to give her a Shredded as well.
0: Audience, 84% shredded, 16% shredded. In something we haven't had at all in this short edit season, Mama, it's the judges' deliberations. They oh, were I'm back. Did you miss them? Did you feel it shut the pacing was off without it?
1: Uh No, I actually really enjoyed the episodes when it didn't have them because I feel like they just, they, they repeat the stuff they've already just said.
0: But that's also when you get to like hear the guest judge, and we had some pretty good guest judges this season that did not get ample time on the
1: show. Like who? Megan Soller? Yeah, I suppose. But that's it, just her.
0: Okay, well, Rue has decided that Lucy and Lux are co-winners, both getting $5,000. Mistress Lena and Sasha are safe, leaving Martian and Anitra at the bottom two. Do you agree?
1: Um... Oh, do you know what I, I think Sasha Colby could have maybe been more towards the bottom
0: listen if Sasha was in the bottom I would not have been mad because I want to see exactly. her fight for this crown
1: yeah I mean we got the lip sync that everyone loves so maybe it was worth it
0: the song is Boss Bitch by Doja Cat have you performed this number before
1: I've done a version of this song. Um what did I do? So I've got a mashup of this with uh I think it's oh, I don't know. Oh it's oh I'm pretty sure it's uh a thousand miles, Vanessa Colton with Boss Bitch mashed up. Okay. And, yeah That's funny. it's great. Camp.
0: I'm going to say it. As far as entertaining and exciting, this was one of the best lip syncs on Drag
1: Race. Only for that one moment. The Free Willy moment? Yeah. Which I'm my stupid ass didn't even get the reference to begin with. I was like, why did it just cut to a confessional of her saying Free Willy? I didn't get it. And then somebody on Twitter posted the pictures side by side. And I was like, oh, of course. Cool. uh uh-huh.
0: What this song also proves, it is an incredible lip sync song for a good entertainer. Yeah, definitely. In the end, Marsha is eliminated. Anitra is here to duck walk once again. How my heart. So, let, let let's dispel dispel this right now and just remind people. There's a lot of people on the internet. Oh my god! It should be a double save, double Shantae, double Shantae. I agree with you. This would have been the moment to give them a double save. But here's what I would like to remind you all. The musical is next week and it's written for six girls, so it would not have worked with, with the flow of the rest of the season.
1: You couldn't do it. So, you can't save them all. So eliminate Anitra and keep Marsha, Marsha, Marsha because she's a musical theater person and would have slayed next week.
0: But then you would not have Anitra be able to walk that duck at the finale.
1: Yeah, but if maybe she there. maybe we didn't care for when she did that in, in the first place.
0: Oh, oh my God! We're going to tell Anitra when we meet her.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it.
0: Um, but like, yes, yeah, I I, again, it, I I think it was an incredible lip sync. It could have been a double save, but again, with the Ruzicka being next week and rumors of a of a makeover challenge the week after, where you already have the set of people for it, it, it was not going to work,
1: unfortunately. Bad, bad production people who've. But judged- it does
0: help Marsha because people are going to say, I want her back. I want to see more.
1: Oh, that's true. But we want to see more of her in in a rusical.
0: That's true. All right. Let's go through some highlights and lowlights of Untucked. Um, with no safe queens present, all the queens head backstage for Untucked. Lux is feeling like it's a good week for her while Marcia is certain she is lip syncing. She's going to try to gather her thoughts and stay calm. Meanwhile, Stina's like, I finally got good critiques. Who would have thought? Um, And of course, product placement. We're going to walk into a display of bubbly, sparkling water.
1: I'd be so upset if that was what I came into Untucked and had. Because you want your booze. I want my booze. I want cocktails. I want them to be strong cocktails. I need that confidence boost. You want
0: the House of Love cocktail?
1: I don't want fucking water. A bottle of water.
0: No thanks. Lucy is feeling good about her performance with Lux, who didn't plan on coming into the competition excelling in comedy, but she is a comedy girlie now. She thinks Lux will take five, um, give like five "I love you" moments before she remembers it was a collaborative effort uh, with her and Lucy. They're going to rehash the pregnancy belly moment, and she said what she said, but then says that she and Lucy share the same line of comedy. I am like, that's not the truth, but go off. You know what? You you, you do what you want to do. But Lucy thinks them going back and forth was them warming up as they volleyed back and forth. And, it, and honestly, it did work. It worked for them to be kind of shady.
1: Yeah, I mean, it gave them something to play off of, definitely. So it did help in that aspect.
0: Now, Mistress thinks she and Selena did very well despite being ballsy um, doing the individual stories. Um, and apparently, we're going to learn at this moment that they had a five minute time limit.
1: Oh did Does that mean us?
0: Marcia had to stand up there for five minutes
1: yeah. alone? I mean, at least they didn't overrun.
0: <sighs> I don't think anyone's ever going to overrun again. Uh, um, Anitra's uh, not feeling great hearing she needs to have more confidence. Lux thinks Marcia and Anitra are the bottom two. Marsha already knows. Marsha's going to start getting emotional as this was the challenge she was not looking forward to and doing it by, her fe- by herself. She feels like she did a great job, but The prospect of being in the bottom for the first time and lip syncing against Anitra and Sasha is crazy because she knows what the result would be. She's going to pray for the double Shantae. I'm going to say it. Sad Marsha made me sad. I don't like seeing her sad.
1: Especially because it's one of your friends.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: And you couldn't be there because they were secluded in hotel rooms.
0: It's true. Now they're going to try to encourage her but she's going to cry her makeup off anyway and that's what her look was anyway so it's fine.
1: We're going to get our first
0: video message for Mistress from her drag mother, Chevelle Brooks. Um, we will learn that Chevelle Brooks is the first big girl to win a national title, a.k.a. Miss U.S. of A. Would you do a big drag pageant?
1: I won't lie. I've not really looked into them, so I don't know what you have to do for them, but maybe. like we don't What have you have to do to for me.
0: them is have a lot of money.
1: Well, maybe not then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, This was a very sweet video. Mistress got very quite emotional for it. And then learning Mistress bullied Chevelle into being her drag mother, that kind of checks out. I I, I can see her doing that.
1: Love that for her. Um, I
0: I can see you bullying some Rue girls into being your drag mother.
1: Oh no, I don't ever want a drag family. They can drown. (laughs)
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: Sasha will reveal that Chevelle is one of her best friends in the entire world, but she did not know Mistress before the competition. I was like, that's a curious bit of information there. Okay. 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 But Mistress shares that she would, this is why drag families are important because without the love of a real mother, she is the one who ensured her she was important in society and taught her to believe in herself. How sweet.
1: I mean, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was go gonna ahead. say this goes back to like what I said of um, like chosen family is like needed. Yeah.
0: Ali Wong heads backstage. She's a good time girl. She's not gonna sit down. She's just gonna stand up and like preach to them during this whole moment. Uh, she will reveal she's a huge fan of the show. She says that she heard it um starting off with 15 queens, but they were like, no, 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 it was 16, as two of the girls were sharing one brain cell, which is a fact love tea. the shade um i also want to know who on production sure. told her 15 queens or she did it on purpose because that either way it was very funny
1: she probably just like heard it wrong maybe maybe
0: um also the fact that ali Wong asks if they had a lot of inner saboteur talks she knows she <laughs> is a fan of the show um and she knows how ridiculous that fucking
1: phrase is it's so overused these days since it's season true. 10
0: now, Allie's daughters love the show and said to her friend once when they were filming something, you're a winner, baby, to show encouragement. And then she tells the queens that whenever their father is in boxer briefs, they say, Daddy's in the pit crew today. Is that what you do in the, around the house when you're just wearing boxers?
1: What, well, thinking I'm on the pit crew? Yes. Uh, oh, my God. Do you know what I've actually been looking into? So when I go to on the Wow Presents store to buy my little rupee at Badges, as I do, I've noticed they're selling pit crew underwear now. They are. I do it. Like, I'm like, ooh, ooh, do I? Shall I? Might treat myself. You should. I should. You should. Alex be.
0: says she is drawn to drag because it's all about points of view and expressing yourself. And that is important to hear to pass along to her daughters. So, Republicans, drag is important to kids, you ignorant assholes. Thank you. Period.
1: Here he she
0: will ask about what they're most excited or nervous about when their lives change and for them all of them excited about money and traveling but the dream gig for anitra in this moment she wants to be president would you vote for anitra if you could
1: um no because she sent marsha 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 him
0: okay well there it is uh Lucy will ask Allie what her skin care routine is, and she says she lives in LA, so there's a lot of quinoa, eats a lot of THC, so sugar and goldfish serums, and come in the face. It does a body and face good. Is that a fact? Are you familiar with that um, um, face treatment?
1: Well, it's been a while since anyone's done that to me, and my skin is very shite at the moment. So, yeah, I'm going to assume it's correct.
0: <laughs> there it is. Hey, guess what? We'll more videos. Uh, this time we're going to start off with Daniel, Selena's little brother. We're going to learn that Daniel, um, from Daniel that Bead boy was Selena's first alter ego um, and Bead boy did a belly dance. Would you be worried about your family sending in videos and what they would say?
1: Uh, I'd be worried about what they're going to say. Yeah, definitely, because they know my darkest secrets. No. Um, I don't don't know. My family would go all out and just be cringe and embarrassing, I reckon.
0: I love it. We're going to then jump into Selena's parents and sister, and this gets Selena very emotional. Um, Selena will reveal that she and her brother haven't spoken for six years and that her mom has stage four cancer. She's really scared that she doesn't know what's going on. But she reminds us that the runway was dedicated to her mom, who is so strong, and that's all for her. We're going to get a five-minute warning before heading back to the main stage. We're going to watch Marsha practice. And there are lots and lots of turns in her routine. And Anitra is channeling her nervousness into her termination. The resting bitch face is gone. The boss bitch face is here. We're going to watch that lip sync one last time. Marsha's eliminated. And Marsha feels she had a positive experience and is glad she left to the best lip syncer in the competition. She's going to get her letter. She's essentially smiling. And she reminds us that for a year in drag, she made the top seven. And she has learned about her makeup and aesthetic. Do you think she will ever evolve and adapt into a new version of Marsha in the future?
1: Oh, definitely, especially considering she's so like new to it all. Um yeah. I'm sure in the next, well, not even the next year, the next few months, we're we're gonna see a drastic change already. I um, want
0: someone so... to just want to paint her once. Like like ask Nikki Doll to paint her face once. I want to just oh, see what drag <laughs> Marsha looks like
1: that would be so good yes make it happen
0: all right burning questions are you ready to wrap this podcast with some burning questions go for it what is Marsha's legacy
1: uh having a storyline all about makeup actually being on her face
0: it's crazy it's really upsetting like we did not learn anything about our backstory besides she's been on broadway that's it
1: no she i'm glad she made it to a, a 90 minute episode well done
0: good for her good for her who won the week in your opinion not necessarily the winner of the challenge who won the week who had the best episode uh
1: marcia and uh anitra with that lip sync yeah they
0: were definitely out there i do think lux had a good uh, episode because if you get rupaul to cry in your critique you you done something good yeah All right, next week, it's time for the Rusical that looks at the state of American politics. Who do you think will slay and who is going to fail miserably?
1: Oh, that is a good question. Uh, I reckon that Anitra is going to fail miserably and probably Selena.
0: I think Lucy's got this. Like, this is in Lucy's wheelhouse. If she does not win this challenge, I think she will murder somebody.
1: Yeah, I think she's got this one as well.
0: All right. After eleven episodes, the win season is the winner. Mm-hmm.
1: Is probably gonna be Sasha Colby, just because.
0: It, it, it has to be. Like, like, if there's any other option at the moment, like I would be shocked.
1: Yeah, I mean the, <laughs> there is no other option. There's never gonna yeah. be another option. That's it's just it. It's true.
0: All right. Well, where can we find you on social media? Any payment apps and any projects you want to plug? Uh,
1: okay. So you can find me on social media at Mandy Anquet. Uh, you can find me on PayPal at Harry Mac Music. Um, and upcoming projects. So I'm going to be at DragCon LA with none other than Michael Black. Black <laughs> Um uh, What else, what am I doing? I'm doing a lot of things. I'm going to be at the Drag Race UK Series 4 tour for opening night with uh, all of the girls from Series 4 and just representing Plymouth alongside them and other gigs, which I can't say because they've not been announced yet.
0: Follow <laughs> well, Manny and you'll find out.
1: Yes, <laughs> keep up with oh. it all.
0: Thank you. For being here. I'm sad your partner in crime was not here, but we had fun.
1: Blame, blame jet slag for ruining everyone's day.
0: All right, well do this again soon. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.